This episode is sponsored by Goodmeads Emporium, found on Etsy.com. Are you getting anxiety because your favorite generic tabletop role-playing game is now run by greedy overlords? Have they changed the terms of the agreement they made with your ancestors, leading your village to doom? Are your therapy sessions simply recounting your exciting adventures in make-believe land? Fear not. At Goodmeads Emporium, we have all the fun-filled gaming garbage you need. Well, honestly, it's just miniatures and models, but they are fun as hell to paint. Find your next miniature or model at Goodmeads Emporium on Etsy. New releases monthly. Back to you, people playing generic fantasy game. And we can't hear you. Fortunately, Brian edits out all this dead air. Hold on. Check the check. I'm sorry, I was peeing. Uh, and edit that out. <laughs> Leave that in. Did you hear what was going on, Adam? <laughs> still peeing. I'm still peeing. Well, you know, you gotta I make sure. Not. Some say sorry. that on I nights just like tonight, you can still hear him peeing to this day. That is true. Hope everything came out all right. Like a horse. A horse came out of you? It was all. It hurt. Jeez. Moving on. 50 Feet of Rope, a tabletop podcast of good friends throwing bad dice. Your cast, Adam plays Crow, who is a swashbuckler rogue. I am hoping you have a story that you can tell me. Brian plays Pix, who is a wild magic sorcerer. I feel you're so cute, but I also want to vomit. Chris plays Scraps, who is an alchemist artificer. This is not scientific. Josh plays Wally, who is a divination wizard. Lindsay plays Salt, who is a gunslinger fighter. Yeah, bro, you just gotta catch the cosmic wave just right. And featuring Julian as the dungeon master. I take deep, visceral pleasure in informing you that this time you do not get sneak attack. This is Campaign 1, Shanties of the Astral Sea, a custom Spelljammer homebrew game developed by Julian himself. Episode 5, Trapped. While the adventurers succeeded in their bold plan to rescue their imprisoned Captain Harcourt, the city has locked down all Spelljammer traffic out of the Rock of Brawl as the authorities close in. Each passing moment brings the adventurers closer to a most certain execution. All the while, Scraps fears that the battered Captain Harcourt has revealed Scraps' secret during an interrogation, putting Scraps' life as well as all the lives of his companions in grave danger. Crow, you arrive first at the docks. Um, There is a low level of panic from everyone that is wandering around in this space. Uh, The various people who, you know, make this part of the Rock of Brawl their home, the the various craftsmen and worksmen uh, that go back and forth from the dry docks, um, the outfitters, the various shops people, you can you can feel that there is a tension in the air as people kind of huddle their shoulders a little bit more and make their way a little bit more quickly. You arrive at the docks and see that there is a fairly heavy crown guard presence. They're not stopping people or doing anything in particular, but they are extraordinarily visible in an otherwise typically guardless area. Uh, what are you doing? Is the risk? Do we think that we have been made by the warden already, or the guard uniforms help us 
for a few more minutes. I'm going to gamble and say that we have a few minutes and say, uh, I'm going to approach a guard and say, we have, we have just come from the prison. It is a disaster. There are, it's being attacked. What is going on here? Are you being attacked as well? Nothing's happened here. We've been ordered to just stay on the docks and canvas things and make sure that no one leaves. But otherwise it's been quiet. You don't suppose, well, you haven't heard anything about who could have done this, have you? I saw it was an illiterate ship sitting, st sticking out of the wall of the prison where it had been rammed. It is those crazy, awful squids that have done this. There are more ships here. Where are they? Well, I don't, I don't see any more of those fucking calamari anywhere. I, you know, I, there's, there's something about them that just kind of churns the stomach, doesn't it? Never trusted him. I agree. Keep keep your it's open, my brother. There are more. If evacuate, he's from the prison, running this way, and I proceed towards. Uh, I presume, uh, what we think is our ship. Uh, yes, you. The, the Lady Luck is still there, uh, berthed in the place that you left it. As you head up the gangplank, you see a very concerned uh, Thessalia who sees you and no one else with you, and the look of concern on her elephantine face only intensifies. Oh, I say, we are coming with Harcourt. He is very, very injured. We must be prepared to leave and leave very quickly. Can you make this happen? She nods decisively and she rushes downstairs um, into the her personal space in the galley. Uh, at this point, um, Scraps, you uh, having kind of wended your way uh, and and sprinted through parts of the city, avoiding guards as you went, um, have made it back to the Lady Luck. As I as explained to Crow, there are a number of guards present, um, in clustered in groups, uh, moving to and fro along the docks, uh, eyes open and um, looking intently, but not in a kind of hunting pattern, more in just like, you know, head on a swivel mode. Hyper alert. At this point, I will take it off the guard uniform, bundled it up, in, uh, and stashed it inside of my cloak, and put on the horse mask again, and will be walking to the ship as unobtrusively as I can. Yes. Like, there are other civilians that I can see walking around who aren't being questioned, is that right? Yeah, there's nothing. There's, you're not doing anything particularly that stands I'm out. I'm not doing anything wrong. <laughs> yeah, you remove your, uh, you're removing your your guard uniform out, kind of in the middle of the thoroughfare. I no 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 no. I don't want to remove it out in the middle of the thoroughfare. That's why I said <laughs> I will have removed it at this point. I guess. Got it. Um, yeah, if that's okay with you. Totally fine. Um, yes. Mm. So you duck into a little doorway that's you what i was thinking yeah the red the you know the red and mm -hmm. blue uh, uh emblazoned fabric um do you hang on to it or do you dump it i would like to stash it inside uh, my cloak uh okay great um you replace your little horse mask and you make your way aboard the ship a guard uh you know you catch the the attention of several guards as you walk onto the gangplank they kind of follow you with their eyes but they don't do anything overt um, and when you arrive, you see Crow standing uh, on the deck of the ship and watch the rapidly disappearing form of Thessalia as she heads downstairs. Any word from the others? Nothing yet. I have told Thessalia that we have Harcourt and he is very injured and that they are returning. I will stand here in a guard uniform pretending to 
be keeping an eye on the boat. How quickly? All right, then I'll sort of. Um... Okay, yeah, because he's still wearing a guard uniform. So anyone who's looking up can see me talking to him. Is that right? If you Probably. both are against the gunnel, like if you're both against the actual rail of the ship, then people down below on the on the docks themselves can look and see you clearly. If you move towards the center of the ship, you're largely concealed except for people who are on the decks of other ships because they kind of rise to the same level. Mm, okay. Thank you. So I reach um, down. I, I reach down to uh, scratch his shirt and say, you know, and, you know, like a guard would, so they can't really hear me. I'm just shaking you up so they think I'm shaking you down. Yes? Now we just get the boat ready to go. How fast can this thing move? Not fast enough. But I sent the cook to start to get the ship ready to leave. What do you mean not fast enough? They only move four and a half miles an hour before we get to wild space. We might need a good reason to leave soon then. These guards going to stop us? No. I spoke to one of them right now. They think everything is under attack. They do not know and have not not noticed the disaster to crash into the prison. They are just been ordered to keep their eyes open for anything strange. Leaving ship might be considered something strange. So maybe if we can figure out how to make many ships leave? Julian, how are ships moored? There are cleats that are at each mooring station, kind of, or big bollards. Um, Every ship is a little bit different. The Nautiloid was moored by uh, wrapping its tentacles around one of the bollards. Your ship is moored by uh, either traditional ropes or occasionally by the ship itself actually growing out tendrils of vines and wrapping it in place. And what happens if that mooring were to break? I know we're not like in a literal literal ocean, but is it like we would be? Like the ships Mm. just sort of gradually, slowly float off? Well, the Rock of Brawl itself is moving, but you're in its air envelope you'd actually just kind of sit in place. Okay. So the mooring is like just to secure it. There's no force like that's actually would push us away. Yeah, basically. I mean, physics in D&D get weird and I'm not going to necessarily sit here and bore all of you with like orbital mechanics and the way in which space travel works. Um, But you know, D&D still has, to some degree, uh, Newton's laws of motion, uh, and enough movement aboard the ship could push you away from the dock in a way that would be really inconvenient, so mooring it in place makes sense. I wouldn't know this, but maybe the cook would. Is is there a way to scare a ship? They are sentient beings, correct? Or semi-sentient? Mm-hmm. Yours is. Not all ships are. Um, I am going to... Uh, I nod to you crow i'll prepare my things and go below decks and follow thessalia um she actually stumbles into you because she didn't know you were here and she is rushing back upstairs with bandages and uh, a pot of water that is still steaming and a sort of like leather satchel that you can that has all sorts of funky smells coming from it maybe we should bind our wounds below deck uh i was expecting the captain. He's not with you. He'll be here, I hope, any moment. We uh, split up to get back here. Actually, at that moment, um, picks Salt, and between them, the uh, very badly battered Captain Harcourt. Um, you all arrive at the docks. Um, what do you do? Make way, make way, we got the captain. 
What do we do with him? Do we uh, put him in his room or something? He smells awfully bad. He does smell really bad. He's he definitely smells of like sickness and also, you know, like human waste. So you want to give him a shower or a bath or something? Yeah, I could do that. All right, I'll leave it to you. Mm. Uh, when you're feeling better, Captain Harcourt, uh, I'm going to give you a big slap. But only when you're feeling better. He just nods weakly. Thessalia comes alongside you, um, salt and uh, supports his other arm, and begins taking him below deck uh, to, you know, carrying her, her satchel of herbs and uh, takes him to tend to his wounds. I will go with her uh, and help in any way that I can. And I assume I've got the bag of shit that we got from the dungeon? Uh, yes, you do. You have the things that you kind of jammed in there and, and took with you. So you have whatever is in the party sheet. All right. Uh, um, whatever of that shit is his, I will try to spark some kind of smile on his face by giving it to him to try to get him to not be a broken husk of mind flayer. Slurpy. Uh, sorry, say that one last time. I assume he's like a broken mind flayer Slurpy. Um, so I would like to give him some of his shit from the bag to make okay. him feel better, maybe. Cool. Can't uh, really the, put his brain back in his head if he's missing it. The only thing you have of uh, that you know is his in the party list is um, one of the three gold rings, and you identify it pretty easily, and you pull it from the rest of the treasure. Okie dokie. You alright, Captain? Um, I'm distinctly not alright, so I'm... Are you better than you were? Uh, well, I'm not um, chained in a damp stone room being um, tortured, so that's um, a fairly significant improvement. He um, just kind of like slumps back into his bed and uh, and his eyes just stare at the ceiling. Um, do you want us to wait here and be incognito or try to figure out a way to sneak off a rock and brawl. I am salt. I'm afraid at the moment you are the captain. I am in no position to make decisions. All right. I am going to change. Um, and then I will go back on deck. Pix, what are you doing right now? Oh, <clears throat> Pix is taking off her guard uniform and throwing it over the edge of the ship. Uh, you watch as it um, flutters down, falling further and further away, uh, becoming a smaller and smaller dot of color until all of a sudden it gets um, bigger again, and then it gets smaller again, and then it gets a little bit bigger again, and you see that it stabilizes at the midway point of the Rock of Brawl. So there's just this like kind of floating set of pants and a tabard that are just kind of like drifting in in the with in the ether, just kind of like at the midpoint of the rock uh, below the level of your ship. I feel like mm. there'd be a lot of shit there. <laughs> yeah, there's like you know I'm sure that someone eventually has to go and collect things, but there's like broken leather straps and probably there's human waste down there because I'm sure someone has taken shit over the side of a ship at least once. <laughs> 
Um, or the rock itself. There's, you know, there's, there's, there's dirt, there's rocks. There's, uh, I'm, I guarantee you on a bad, uh, after a bad set of brawls aboard the rock of brawl, uh, there's probably a body that's floating at the mid level. Um, you know, you're at the tavern, you want to do a little bit of damage and then, uh, inconveniently you have a body. Well, you know, haul him over the edge and chuck him over the side. She's, um, She's tossing firebolts at like her guard uniform, like just kind of keeping herself busy, laughing maniacally. Um, I ask Thessalia, "What about those monkeys?" Uh, oh, are you um, are you in the room with the captain? I, you tell me. I I was talking to Thessalia, and then oh, because Thessalia, Thessalia was, was like administering to the captain. She rushed. Thessalia, off, yeah. Thessalia helps uh, Salt get the captain back down into his into his corner. Okay. Is tending him with salt. Mm-hmm. Or if you're yeah. still up on the deck, then Salia is not there. No, I'm going to follow Thessalia and be with the captain. Okay, you're in the room with the captain. Salt is there. Thessalia is at his side. She is. Uh... What's their species? What are they called? Oh, uh, Loxodons. No, no, no. The riggers. Oh, uh, the Hazardy. The Hazardy. Are the Hazardy here? Uh, I haven't seen them in some time. I, quite honestly, I, th- I think they might have just left. Do, do you want me to go out and find them? No. No, no, no. I think we need to come up with a plan. Who are we still missing? Uh, well, Wally hasn't made it back yet, um, and well, that's it, I suppose. So, Captain, I say, turning to Salt. <laughs> I roll my eyes. <laughs> what um... happens if we just leave? Do they stop us? Can they stop us? What happens? I can find that out. First things first, I want to get us some cover on deck. I want to see if picks can make all those leaves kind of blossom a little more so that people are less likely to snoop around and see what's going on over here. Or we can stay below decks. Then I'm going to go out to the harbor master and find out whether or not there is an injunction on us. Then we've got to figure out whether or not Wally's back. And if anybody's got shit they got to do before we leave the Rock of Brawl, it's got to get done pretty quickly. That's the plan so far. I don't like this. Move too fast and you'll trip. All right. All right. I'm going to go find picks. I'm going to go. I'm going to tell Thessalia. Uh, no, I'm going to. Sorry. Thessalia. I may have some components, some formula perhaps even some herbs I could assist you in preparing bombs and salves for the wounded. She nods to you and continues, um, you know, cleaning the blood from the captain's wounds. And Mechanically, what I'm doing here is I don't have any healing potions left and making some would take too long. So I am hoping that I can use the health action to assist her in whatever way I can. Uh, sure. Um, you can help her to... Basically, she's um, just making sure that he's, you know, comfortable taking care of the, the, the blood that is on him and helping to ease his pain. It doesn't even require a role. She's not giving him back any HP. She's um, essentially just like making him able to rest. Um, you tend to him, you, you clear away uh, pots and bowls of blood-stained water. Um, you... Uh, place 
sort of foul smelling creams and ointments that she has in this in this pouch of hers um along cuts acting as a styptic and um eventually harcourt kind of uh falls into a fitful sleep thessalia collects all of her various gear and um quietly steps out of the room on my way up to find picks do i see um crow at any point uh i don't know crow what are you doing I still have my guard uniform on, so I'm still like being hyper alert as a guard, like at the gangplank of the ship, making sure that ship isn't leaving. Because I'm assuming the guards are making sure that no ships are leaving. Beautiful. Uh, that's exactly it, what I hoped you would say. If that's what you're doing, go ahead and just roll uh, a performance check for me. It's uh, not a super high DC, but let's just uh, let's see how you do. Nice. You watch the guards down on the docks and you see the way that they carry themselves and you just minutely adjust your posture. You pull your shoulders back. You kind of get that like head, you know, slowly scanning eyes, taking in everything, posture, that body language down. And you feel like you're doing a pretty good job of emulating the guards down on the docks. Um, I am going to go up to Crow. And be like, hey, since you're still in your uniform, uh, guard, guard, sir, sir. What is it you want? Um, my crew would like to know whether or not we are allowed to leave. Could you find out from the harbor master if we are allowed to leave? And I wink at Crow. <laughs> and I start walking down the gangplank. And uh, to, to look like there's a guard that might be like a sergeant or. Uh, somebody who is not just a regular guard somewhere close by. Um, you see that there are a, a couple of people here and there moving from group to group uh, that have some of the sashes that you, um, so, you know, the, 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 the ribbon on their breastplate that you recommend, that you um, uh, recognize from when you were talking up the guards and trying to figure out um, whose uniforms you were going to steal. Uh, do I recognize... Uh... Any of the guards that are talking to, do they salute or make any sort of gesture to acknowledge that they're of high rank as they're approached? Uh, very, very briefly. I mean, it is kind of perfunctory. Like, this is, everybody is in high alert. There isn't time for a lot of formality. So I just want to make sure that if I try to emulate it, that I can emulate it. Fair. Yes, you can. I mean, it's a it's a quick bang of the the uh, the fist on the breastplate. Uh, fair enough. Uh, then I would like to, given the opportunity to approach one of these, uh, who I assume are people who are giving orders preferably when they're with a group of others uh yes easily done you you uh, you do so and then uh, do do i remember from anywhere that they have a particular nomenclature or, or sir i guess i guess a, you know, uh, a sergeant would be addressed as sir. but i remember I, you did not learn uh the names of ranks uh when you were doing that because i and i would remember because i would have had to make a bunch of them up <laughs> very good <laughs> So I approach, sir, I have been ordered to guard the docks themselves. What are the orders for the ships? I assume no one can leave or he, may they leave. He looks at you. You Do you like, do you salute like everyone else does? Ab absolutely. Yeah. So he looks at you and goes, what are you doing out of your full uniform? This is all I could scrape together. I was at the dungeon and I had to run. And then I came across another officer who said, go guard the docks. So this is what I have, Sarai. He he looks like annoyed and frustrated with you and just is like, 
Don't let anyone leave. If anyone, if any of the captains attempt to leave, direct them to me. I will explain the situation and the prince's requests. Thank you, sir. I, I, I'm sorry, I do not know you personally, and your name is? He just, like, immediately looks away dismissively and, be and begins talking to someone else. <laughs> Very good, sir. Your order will be opened. And I start heading back towards the ships. And then I start looking at the other ships to see if they have crews and captains or anything else ar around. Uh, yes, you see that as you're walking back, you see that all of the ships um, have their crews on deck. At least some of them. Everyone looks a little tense, a little uncomfortable. Um, you can see a couple of places that there's, you know, there seems to be arguments happening between crews and captains, or what you assume are crews and captains, but in general, the air is crackling with uh, tension and anxiety as all of these ships are held in place. Oh, I have a very nasty idea. I have a very nasty idea. Mm. Do I start telling the other ship's crews that all of the ships are going to be blamed for the attack on the donjon and that the illithid started this rumor and then we just leave in the chaos easy peasy right <laughs> like last time well while he's trying to figure that one out julian i'm gonna go um ask pix to give us some cover on our deck by blossoming our leaves out on our fun-filled ship pix what are you doing right now Tossing firebolts at my guard uniform. Salt, so you come over and just watch as Picks casually, every six seconds, summons a flickering ball of flame to her fingertips and just uh, lobs it down into space. Um, far below, there is a charred and blackened something that she keeps hitting. Huh. You know, you have a really good aim when you want to have. Is that supposed to be a compliment? Is that supposed to be a compliment? Because it, it didn't really sound like a compliment. It was just a note of um, observation. Look at this. Look at this. It's a fireball here. And with a little little tweak I can do, uh, it's now an ice ball. And she transmutes the, the fireball into an ice bolt. Uh, it's pretty cool, huh? That is pretty cool. What else can you do? Uh, cause trouble. I don't know. Beautiful. I love it. That's what we all can do really well. Um, when you get done with your target practice, could you see if you can like fluff out the leaves on the ship so that uh, you can get fluff a little bit of cover? Out the leaves? Yeah, all the leaves on the ship. Just make them bristle or whatever leaves do so that we can get some cover so people can't really see on our deck. It, um, so you want me to fluff the leaves? Yes. I, I mean, I, I helped my mom garden when I was younger. Just ask the ship if the ship can do it. Oh, you mean sit in the helm? Yeah, sit in the helm. Ask the ship if it would be willing to, like, grow some leaves and make it all very pretty or whatnot. Oh, why don't you just start with that? Jeez, you're getting me all anxiety-written from gardening. Oh. All right. Sorry. I'll sit in the helm. Let me just throw a few more firebolts. And I'll be over there. How's the captain, by the way? Traumatized. Oh, it's too bad. Let me know when he's slappable. I will do. And let, is it just me and the captain in the room right now, or is the Salia there, too? Um, the Salia is probably taking things out of the room, and 
Yeah, actually, she quietly she quietly walked out, and if you stayed, you're the only one in the room. And the captain's sleeping. He's uh, yes, dozing. His eyes are closed, um, and he is lying quietly on his side. Do you want to like insight check him to see if he's actually asleep? Yes. All right, roll insight. I actually have things. There we go. Ooh, wow. Um, yeah, he's he. Uh, you can see scraps that he's breathing a little bit too evenly. He's like, you know, not. <laughs> he rolled a one. It's okay. Is he trying to deceive me? <laughs> he is to some degree. He's almost doing the like. <sighs> like there's almost a honk shoe quality to his fake snoring. Um, okay. So yeah, he's he's pretending to sleep. I'm going to go sort of approach him and stand close to his head on by the by the bedside. We sort of crouch beside him, depending on how tall the bed is, or stand over him. What did you tell them? He uh, 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 uh everything I imagine. Scraps. What did they want to know? They wanted to know every everything I knew. They they you know that they're. they're Terribly monstrous, you know uh, the, the, how they are. They're, um, they're uh, his interests were anything that could benefit him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, uh, scraps. I, um, I, I told him where I'd met you and, and um, what you look like. And, and how I, did they find you? Well, they um, just picked me up from where I was drinking. I mean, I, I went out for a quiet evening. I. Not to get into trouble, just to, you know, uh, celebrate a, a contract well well filled, and thinking about maybe finding some of the other jobs later on. And, and um, I, I just remember leaving, and someone tapping me on the shoulder, and I turned, and and then um, and then nothing. And I remember being in the, uh, that foul jail cell for gods, I don't know how long. I, uh, the, but that's when they came in and started to to work on me to um really um sorry it's it's um a little hard to talk about i understand and scraps is going to reach into his cloak and take out a couple of vials and start mixing together some fluids what do, i understand um, completely captain what do you what do you um what do you have there some herbs tinctures we're moving away as as this tense scene plays out between Scraps and uh, Lee Harcourt um, who rolls over now that he is clearly not sleeping and Scraps just kind of like he looks you in the eyes one eye swollen shut still and it's just a quiet tense moment between the two of you as you proceed to keep mixing your various things he stares at the lenses of your mask uh, Crow what are you doing? After finding out that nobody's allowed to leave and seeing the tension of all the crews of the ships in the dock, I'm looking for a group of sailors and crewmen who might be talking, uh, you know, not on their ships so that I can approach uh, very quickly and hurriedly, uh, trying to present the, the, the appearance of being, you know, rushed and scared. Uh, yes, um, you see that there are a number of uh, crewmen who are just kind of gathered around in different places, even some that are kind of mingling between ships. It's a, it's a rough group of people. There's some that are, uh, you know, uh, representatives of many different races. Um, some of them have gathered around in the age-old way of hired 
uh, sailors to smoke really kind of nasty-looking hand-rolled cigarettes and bitch and moan about their jobs. So I start approaching, and I go, and I say, I was there. I saw it. it you're, was wearing one a, are the, you, you're wearing a guard uniform still? I was, say, I was there. I saw it. It was a Calum ship that smashed into the prison. And the guards, they are blaming us, saying it was the sailors that stole that ship and smashed it into the prison. And now they are coming for all of us. And they're going to take us all to the prison. And they're going to torture us. We need to leave. Roll, uh, roll deception. The, the, the little group of sailors that you're in there suddenly are, are kind of like, they, they bend their heads in to listen to you. And you're, you're recounting this tale. And they're like, wait, no, they can't fucking think it's one of us. They can't possibly think that it's one of the, what, what, why would we bother? Fucking commerce is, is our lifeblood. If we fuck up the, the rocket, bro, this is, that's bullshit. They're, they're looking for a fucking scapegoat. Well, I mean, it's possible that, you know, someone didn't like how the, the, the Prince Andrew was handling things with new taxes. Nah, 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 nah. That's ridiculous. He said it was the illicit, the mind flayers, the, the, the alloyed assembly. They're making some sort of play. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's politics. You're out of your elements, Donathia. Ah. And they begin to mutter and kind of argue amongst each other. Uh, and some of them scatter off into other directions and, uh, you know, return to their ships. You can see kind of immediately, actually, almost like ink dropped into a pool of clear water. Like little tendrils of your, of your rumor are beginning to spread. Maybe not to every ship, but this little group that you just interacted with, they're, they're suddenly like, oh, a thing to blame. Fantastic. So, Crow, this, this group of sailors that you're standing with, they just start to like, uh, like, was, was there anything else? Did, did, how do you know what was, how do you know that, 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 that the, um, the, the squids were involved? Had to, it was their ship that crashed into the prison. It would look like a giant squid itself. Oh shit, the giant nautroid that was, that was here earlier. Yes, it was, it had broken a hole through the side of the prison. There that's were so many much more dead. obvious than they normally are. The, the alloyed assembly, the, the, their, their um, puppet masters, why would they, why a frontal assault? Oh no, all, no is that all of us ships and crew here at the port are being blamed for this. Well that's bullshit, I'm not going to stand for it. What are you going to do? I would run. I don't want to be taken into that place and tortured like everybody else. You hear what they do to people in there? If we run, they'll just send after that. They'll send people after us. We all run. Can they catch everyone? You see them all kind of like eye each other for a second. Well, I'm going to just head back to my crew now. Yeah, same. I, um... Just go and see what they're up to. And they they all like eye each other again and slowly begin making their way back to their various ships, stubbing out their little hand-rolled cigarettes. Yeah, I bolt back to the ship. <laughs> That's when the leave is gonna get shot. <laughs> this is uh reverse chicken? It's reverse chicken plus the prisoner's dilemma? Yeah. However, uh, if we don't go anywhere, we look the least suspicious. 
salt and picks. Sorry, I lost track of what you guys are up to. Oh, you wanted Pix to go to the helm and see if she can make the uh, the flowers bloom. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Pix, you head to the helm, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. And after a day of madness, chaos, fear, death, pain, when you sit down into the, the braided wooden helm of the Lady Luck, the, the kind of warmth of it spreading into you, that presence that you feel every single time that you connect to the ship. There's a, there's a little bit of it that reminds you of after you had a really hard day and your mom just like rubbed her hand on your upper back for a second, that feeling is, is just kind of like present in the ship. That warmth, that feeling of like, hey, it's, it's okay. Oh, feels good to be back. It's not home, but it it does enough. Hey, um, Salt, you want me to take off? No, just fluff the feather. No, not feathers. Leaves. Fluff the leaves. You know, I know I'm a 16-year-old, and, you know, I'm not supposed to know such things, but where I come from, the word fluff means something else. Just want to let you know. I don't want to know. Yeah, that's probably good. Oh, that is the cold open right there. Uh, picks you you reach out with that kind of that other sense that's almost like proprioception it's almost like the, the, the line between where your body ends and the ship begins is extended and you feel the planks and the, the mast and the keel and the roots and the branches and with, with this act of will um, the rapport that you have with the ship um, you do fluff the leaves the hard wood shafts of the branches um, become fuller and uh, more green as these leaves uh, widen and become uh, almost uh, uh, palm-like in their in their broadness, rather than the slightly daintier, almost oak-like leaves. Um, while that happens, these large uh, purple flowers blossom amongst them, and you guys are all kind of gently wrapped in a canopy, almost like the the draping branches of a weeping willow kind of as they come down a little bit more around the deck of the ship. It's not, it's not encompassing it, but it's a little bit of a screen. Um, if people were to look in, it would be harder, though not impossible, to see who is on deck. Um, Salt, the ship wants to leave. The ship wants to leave? Yeah, it's telling me it wants to leave. Don't we give the commands to the ship? I'm just saying the ship wants to leave. We should probably leave soon. We'll wait for we'll wait for uh, uh, Crow to get back and Wally. Yeah, and when they get back, Wally. we should leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the oh. ship the ship wants to leave. Okay. Salt, uh, you still have. How are you carrying all of the stuff that you took from the dungeon? Oh, it was in a giant sack. I probably left it with in Harcourt's room. Okay, and I gave him his ring. So. Scraps down in Harcourt's room as you're um, uh, sitting alongside his bed. Uh, there's also like a pretty large, heavy duty uh, canvas sack that Salt dumped as he uh, um, left to go back to the deck. Um, what nudge, are you talking Scrappity, scrappity, scraps. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure that that scene was set correctly so that everyone knew where things were. Why are you mentioning the sack? Uh, because it's there in the room with you and you watched as Salt put it down. And it's filled with valuables. 
Lots and lots of valuables. I'm going to uh, hand him a potion and say, drink this, Captain. He stares at you and just kind of like eyes you with some expression on his face that's a little hard to make out, going to insight check you. He got a 15. Are you attempting to deceive him or are you just being open and honest? He can trust me. (laughs) He can trust me. Famous last words. He sees something on your face and he just kind of uh, he can't see my face, but oh, my that's, posture. That's, that's I don't know. <laughs> something about your posture. He just he's he's like watches you for a second. You see his brow furrow. He's looking for an angle, and he slowly, hesitantly takes what you've just handed him, puts it to his lips, and watches you as he takes a sip. It would have been better for all of us if you had died in that prison before you talked. But I know what those monsters can do. And I don't blame you for talking. And it wouldn't benefit any of us at all for you to lose your life now. So drink that, Captain. Perhaps it will give you some comfort. Oh, oh all right. Is, is killing me still on the table for you, Scraps? You've already told them everything, haven't you? Roll an insight. Roll an insight check. Hmm? Roll an insight check. Okay. okay. You watch as his face just, you say you've already told them everything. And you watch as his face goes completely still for a second. And then he just kind of lowers his gaze a little bit shamefully. He goes, yes, I I couldn't keep anything from them. Are you theirs now, Captain? What What do you mean? What I mean is... Do we have reason to question your continued loyalty to this crew and to this ship? I I don't know anything about that, Scraps. Is that something that they can do? Um, what are my options here, Julian? Can you tell <laughs> me uh, in terms of... Because I know some things in character about... You do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like... Is there a role that I could make that would help me to make a determination about this, or like, what's the? You rolled. You rolled your role in insight to see what was going on with the with him, and uh, you have the information that you have. Okay. Did that insight roll give me any new knowledge in character? It seems like it didn't. You watched as his. Unless face. I misread. You said, "Did they? Did you give them everything?" His face went froze completely for a second and then he looked down shamefaced his face froze completely for a second and in character do i understand what that might mean his face froze completely for a second draw your conclusions as you will i'm not gonna you're you have the knowledge that your character has i'm gonna continue sitting by him for another moment the uh the captain eventually you know sits finishes that the the vial of liquid that you've given him and then kind of still keeping an eye on you, eventually rolls to his side and um, maybe actually falls asleep, but at least is just quietly lying there with his eyes closed. Salt, is there anything else you want to be doing right now? I'm just waiting for Crow to get back um, or Wally to get back. Preferably both. If Uh, none of that's happening, I do kind of need some bullets, so I could seek out scraps for bullets. Scraps, you watch as Salt 
quietly comes in or bursts in, just quietly comes in. No, I quietly come in. I observe the situation. And I look at scraps and I nod to leave the room. I step like, outside. Come on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to grab the bag of shit before we leave, too. Um, so I'm in a motion for us to go down the hall a ways until we're like safely out of earshot of the door, but I'm not keeping that door out of sight. I'd like to continue looking at that door. Okie dokie. Yeah. So you bring the, the, the collection of things. Are you stepping into the, um, into scraps little alchemical suite? I sure. would like to, well, you can, but I would like to keep my eye on the captain's door. I want to know if anyone's going in or out of that door. Okay. Easily done. Uh, the, the door is cracked open a hair. You can see the sliver of room and through it, Captain Harcourt. Fasalia is in the kitchen near you, uh, busily working away on, on meal prep. How much do you know about those things? Uh, uh, what things? Belvas. He's kind. Oh, the illithids? Meh. Don't pick a fight with one unless you can kill it. Uh, don't. You should always probably wear a helmet around one. Um... And they like to turn your brain into slushies. Oh, and they really like coin if they're from the Alloyed Assembly. But not all of them are from the Alloyed Assembly. Listen, is it possible that our captain is not entirely our captain? You mean like mentally or physically? I mean, he may have been compromised by them. So you you mean that he is physically still our captain? But mentally, he is traumatized and broken and potentially like an ally to them? Not yes. Not yes. Yes, that is what I mean. Yeah, it's highly possible. I mean, it's not like he's in any physical state to do anything about it, though. Not now. Yeah. As the mind, as the body recovers, the mind should help or start to recover. And then we can cross bridges when we get there. So you think we should just keep a close eye on him? I keep a close eye on all of you people. That's the job. Gotta have everybody's back. I think we should warn the others too. Yeah, I mean, it'll we'll get there when we get there. Hey, um, so I need more bullets. I got like three left. And also, like, in if you ever get around to it, could you mod this gun so it shoots or holds more than four bullets at a time? Like Maybe six would be fantastic before I have to reload. Because, like, shooting four bullets and then reloading takes forever. I examine I examine the firearm. Yeah, it's, um, you know, you've never really seen anything like this yourself. But there is a degree of familiarity with uh, things like it. And you can see ways in which you could expand uh, the cartridge that holds... The little, uh, the little prepared shot. You could see ways that you could, meh, pretty, pretty. Yes, well, with, with a set of smithing tools, you could easily make something. It would take a little bit of time and some materials, but sure. I see the issue here. Is this normal? Only four. I mean, for this weapon, maybe. There are other weapons with different characteristics, but I was wondering if you could. Yes. Well, the problem you see is that the four um, bullets. They're they're. Um, there, um, a spring pushes them up, and if there's too many bullets in a row, the spring probably isn't strong enough to push them into position. But with 
a new spring in an expanded chamber. I mean, I think I do have the quality of materials here needed to build something like that. It's an interesting problem. Yes. Let me let me work on that. Cool. Um, Should we bolt the captain's door? Install a bolt there. I can do that. Yeah. Why not? I'm going Keep to keep him that. safe. Uh, you know what? Don't do it. A, uh, make it a padlock. A padlock. Bring me the key when you're done. Yes, sir. Um, yes, yes, Captain. So, um, first things first. Oh, okay, sorry. You all right, Scraps? You seem highly concerned about the whole situation. Yes, I am concerned about the whole situation. <laughs> well, it seems to be kind of personal for you, seeing as that Illithid knew you, maybe? There's a whole lot to unpack here. Illithid knew you. Illithid wants Pix's homeworld, which is a whole nother problem. Um, but, like, you okay? I'll be able to continue functioning, Salt. Okay. Is there anything I need to know to keep the ship, you, myself, and the crew safe? When Wally gets back, I might as well tell you all everything. I guess that's fair. All right. And then. Because if our enemies already know there isn't any, then your ignorance is no longer protection. Up until this point, your ignorance was protection. I guess that's fair. Uh, Julian. Yes. Is there a centralized treasure chest or safe for putting the loot or booty that we plunder upon the places that is collective for the ship? Well, there's the cargo hold, um, which has a number of crates and barrels in there. And there's also the captain's personal footlocker, which is in his room. All right. Well, back to seeing Captain Harcourt then. Um, sure. Um, I will go back in to Harcourt's chamber and sit with him until he stirs again. And then I will have questions for him. Um, unless somebody comes to get me. Uh, he eventually and he rolls and turns to look at you. Uh, hello, Salt. Hey, Cap. Yeah, yes. So, you said I'm captain. If that's the case, then I gotta do some stuff. I respect you and everything, but I gotta get things moving. Is that alright with you? I, I trust in your judgment, Salt. Alright, well, so, first things first, I'm taking that chest over there, because um, I got shit to put in it, and it's going in my room. Oh, uh, I suppose, yes. Second, we're going to put you under supervision, alright? Oh, uh, I don't Medic Medical supervision. Thessalia has already been to see me, and um, Scraps made me drink something. I'm not entirely certain what, but... Um, it was entirely cosmetic, just for flavor. No healing potions left. The flavor was terrible. Yeah, well, you're in no fit to be captain, and we don't know what kind of ship shape you're in. So we got to keep you protected and we got to keep everybody else protected. You can understand that, right? I suppose. What does this mean? Are you going to lock me in my quarters? I mean, yeah. Oh. Um. 
surely that isn't necessary. Do you feel like you are up to being able to protect yourself and or the crew? He glances towards the door where Scraps had left before and goes, why do you think that I would need to defend myself, Salt? Uh, we did a lot to break you out, man. And a firestorm of shit is coming our way. If you are not in a position to help yourself and everybody else, then the best I can do for you is to protect you as best as I can. He, he reaches out and kind of like puts his hand on your forearm for a second. Salt, I'm concerned about um, our friend Scraps. I'm concerned he, about everybody. No, but I'm concerned about him in particular. He seems paranoid. Um, was asking me all sorts of strange questions. And I just be careful around him. That's all I'm saying. I'm careful around everybody. But thank you for the warning. He pats your arm. All right. You rest up, Captain. I'll be back every now and then. All right? Very well. Sold. He rolls back onto his side. Now walk away. <laughs> you walk away, uh, carrying his footlocker, I assume. Yep. Which is <laughs> pretty light. Um, so I'm about that. to get really heavy. Yep. You're about to put a whole bunch of stuff in it. Yeah. You head back to your room, carrying this footlocker. Uh, you lock, do you lock the captain's door behind you? Yeah. You... I mean, it makes no difference because I assume his lock locks from the inside as he is the captain, and that would make sense um, until Scraps puts another lock on it. <laughs> or something. Or something. Uh, uh, you return to your room. Your um, uh, You make room. Now it's a little bit more cramped with this footlocker. And the big mm -hmm. canvas sack that you brought, uh, you begin to, I assume, disgorge its contents onto your bed. You have a fair number of goods there. Yeah, um, the most interesting of which is that oiled vellum that you mentioned earlier. Yes, a tube, it, uh, a, a large piece of very dark vellum, uh, almost feeling material that has been wrapped into a tube. It isn't stiff, but it's also not um, floppy. So it does hold its tube shape um, and it is tied shut with a piece of twine. Have I seen anything like this before? Uh, no, you've seen very high quality, fine cloths and textiles and um, fine vellum before, um, which this seems to be. Okay. Um, does anything else from the pile of loot stick out to me? Uh, yeah, there's a big, there's a, a long rope that has um, very intricate knot work that has been tied all along its, its, um, its length. Uh, it is a 50-foot-long piece of rope um, of high-quality silk, and it has, at foot-long intervals, it has odd sort of... there. It's knotted at, at foot-long intervals, but it's so almost aesthetically pleasing in the way the knots have been tied. It almost looks like a piece of art where the knots are. All right, I'm going to grab if those one were two to, If one were to untie the knots, just like as a for instance and then lay the pieces of rope or string side by side. How long Look, would this? It is, it, is 50, it is 50 feet long. Each segment is one foot. That is an amazing piece of, cra piece of craftsmanship. If you, Some if, great person must have cracked this rope. From individual feet, foot long sections. Individual yes. foot long <laughs> well, sections. Lindsay, Lindsay. Oh, uh, you mean it? they're not just knotted. They're like braided together. Well, you'd have to, I mean, salt 
has the rope. Um, you can tell that this is a very high quality item. Yes. Uh, you can choose to untie the knots if you wanted to, um, if you wanted to like get it to its full length without Not knotting yet. in place. Not uh, up to you. Anything else from the pile? Um, there are... That uh, ultimately a, sticks out to me. Everything else so is good. rich materials. There's a platinum necklace that looks very valuable. Uh, two gold rings that are not merely the captain's. Uh, a jewelry box that has, you know, uh, some some beautiful filigree and and gems inset into it. Uh, All right. There's some there's some nice stuff here, man. Some nice dosh. Right. So I will take the tube of vellum, the rope, and the necklace, and I'm going up on deck. I'm going to open the vellum on the deck. Uh, you're just going to, like, roll it out? I am going to do whatever needs to be done to find out what the fuck it is. Okay. You untie the string, the uh, twine that binds it up, and it uh, immediately under its own weight begins to unroll. And as it does, you see that the other side of the vellum is impossibly black. Darker than any other cloth you've ever seen in your life. And it rolls out and forms uh, a circular um, pool of inky blackness on the deck of the ship. It's amazing how dark this fabric is. Um, and it is about six feet in diameter. Do I know what it is? Uh, in character, nope. do I know does what it salt, is? Does Salt know what it is? I don't know. Do you want me to roll Arcana? Uh, yeah, sure. Roll Arcana. You got no Probably idea not. what this is. This is like... <laughs> This is some weird shit. Like, why would somebody make a six-foot-wide circle of cloth that is this dark? All right. I will roll that back up. Um, um, and then I will go and see picks unless uh, Crow or Wally is back. Uh, Crow actually probably comes up on the deck, because this has been a little bit of a conversation that's been going on. Crow comes oh. up on the deck as you are unrolling this, uh, this vellum onto the deck. So Crow, you come up the gangplank and watch as um, Salt pushes a, a tube, like a, like a kind of like a roll of fabric, almost like a, um, like a bolt of fabric that quickly unrolls and leaves a perfectly midnight black patch of circular darkness on the, uh, on the deck of the ship. Mm. What is this? Um, looks like a really black rug. It does look like a really black rug. How is this going to help us? I don't know. I was just trying to find out what it was. Do you know uh, what it is? I take a coin mm -hmm. and I toss it at the black rug. It falls into an opening that is blacker than anything and the coin vanishes. Well, that doesn't look good. Huh. Where so did you we, find this thing? It was um, one of the things we pulled out of the dungeon. Can I roll? Do I have a roll that I can make that maybe I may have? Are seen? you proficient in arcana no then no okay well it's not proficient i can still make an arcana roll that maybe i've heard of something right not in this moment okay and i say well then i'm not sure how that helps us escape you have hardcore here oh of course yeah i'm hoping that we can start to see the ships of the harbor leaving soon maybe we have a way to escape i'm not sure what is best to leave or to stay but all right what happened well Did you find out if we can leave no, we are not supposed to leave, but I started telling the crews of the ships that we are all the dock workers are being blamed on the attack on the dungeon. They are? Well, they may think they are. Do, do we see any ships starting to, like, leave port now? 
No, you do not. Okay. You do see if you part some of the the kind of weeping willow-like branches that have descended and, and uh, given you a little bit of cover. You do see that um, runners are making their way from ship to ship. People are, are kind of gathering and conversing. And a couple of um, kind of rough and ready looking uh, uh, either ship's captains or crew members or somebody has in, in different places approached guards and are gesticulating and having angry conversation while the guards are like doing that kind of patting the air, calm down gesture. You hear, you can feel looking around, you can, you can see that the tension has almost impossibly ratcheted up another level. Good work. Well, hopefully it helps us. Um, any sign of Wally yet? I have seen nothing of the little one yet, but we All should right. be ready to flee if we need to flee. Any idea what this one is? And I throw him the rope. Uh, yeah, he throws a big, a, a very beautifully finely crafted silk rope at you. It is at, at foot intervals. It is knotted with very intricate and delicate knot work. Um, you can see how to untie it, and uh, but otherwise it looks like a, a very fine climbing rope that has um, uh, been knotted in foot-long intervals. There you go. 50 feet of it. Well, it looks like a, a 50 foot feet of rope that has been made of, well, two foot lengths of rope. I expect to use it to climb things. Interesting. All right, well... Um... Strangely enough, I'd recognize the knot work. They must have been made by a barbarian. Why do you say that? The particular knot came from the far north. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I loop it back up and I um, find a spot for it. Um, we don't really have a central mast, do we? You you do. You have a, like a central part. Um, you do have the, the side masts that come off as well, but you have like the, the where the tree is um, behind the, uh, the, the spelljammer helm. And you also have... Uh, you know the main deck of the ship. Um, I find it. Well, I find a spot for it um, until we can figure out whether or not that's magical. And uh, what do you do with the um, the uh, circle of black cloth? Oh, I roll that thing back up. Yeah. Um, you actually find that you can fold it as well. Eh, whatever um, works best. Whatever yeah. puts it into a travelable situation. You do notice because it is mostly unavoidable that as you do this. Uh, your fingers do pass through um, the surface of this thing, and like, you know, your your fingertips go below where the deck should be. There's no resistance when you touch the surface of this thing. Is it cold? No, it just feels like it feels like there should be a deck there, or there should be an object there. Like, you felt the other side of it. It felt like you know, very fine vellum or cloth. Um, you know, like maybe a more rugged cloth, and you like felt that, but when you touch the other side of it that you spread face up, it, there's nothing like, it doesn't feel like anything. There's nothing there. And my fingers do not vanish. No. I mean, well, they briefly vanish when you put them in, when they like dip below the, the, uh, the, the so there, there is a, this event would have been horizon super helpful last episode. It's what's really what you're saying. I'm sorry. I said it would super helpful last episode. <laughs> Potentially. So there's an event horizon of like blackness. You um, put your fingers in, you pull them back out, and nothing has happened to them. There's no discernible coldness inside. It just feels like empty space. Okay, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna put my head in it. Oh, you put your head in it as it passes through. Crow, you watches um, 
Salt sticks his head in a giant black yawning abyss. Um, and that part of his head vanishes from sight. Salt, you see inside a black, empty space. Uh, do you have dark vision? I do have dark vision. Okay, cool. Um, you see inside just like a fucking hoarder's weird fever dream. There are, there's like a broken grandfather clock, uh, a set of dishes. There's a whole bunch of silverware. None of it's matched. You see a rolled up Persian rug. You see uh, a number, or, there's, that's not Persian because there's no Persia in this world. Uh, <laughs> you see a fine, a fine rug with patterns on it. Um, you see knickknacks and crap and random things, all of which like look very um, fine and, and of high quality, but they're just kind of things. And this is inside of a this space that is below the level of this black uh, uh, event horizon. And, and one coin? The, and one and one copper coin. Um, interesting. Okay. Interesting. Um, yes. Inside of it, you see uh, that there is a, a six-foot diameter cylinder that extends all the way down ten feet. Ten by six cylinder. Got it. Do I now? Do I now know what it is? Yes, as I've been is, a pirate for a while. It's a portable hole. It's a portable hole. Okay. Yes. All right. Oh, hey, Crow. I know what this is. Yes. I it's think a I portable do. hole. It's got a whole shit ton of stuff in it. Interesting that it has things in it, but that could be that would have been very useful at the prison. We might not have needed to use the ship. I mean, it doesn't have a back door, but it just a hole. A, it would have been a good way out, perhaps. I mean, in theory. Um, cool. I roll it back up, um, and I go see Pix. Pix, what have you been up to this whole time? She's just been kind of chilling. I guess she's been hanging out in the chair, launching firebolts at the crap around the, you know, the spelljammer. Um, so yeah, you guys watch as every once in a while a, a are those cantrips? A brief bolt of flame. Yeah, they're cantrips. A bolt of flame just goes zinging off, uh, from the deck of the ship. Yeah, salt uh, picks. You know, you see as salt slowly makes uh, his way over to you, approaches you, holding a um a a rolled up section of incredibly dark cloth. Hey, Pix, I got something for you. Is uh, Wally here? Is it time to go? Not yet. Has anybody seen that little red-haired whatever he is that talks so much? We need uh... to discuss whether we need to leave. I don't think we need to discuss. I think we need to leave. We'll give him a few more minutes, but here, I got something for you. And I throw her the, uh, the necklace. Uh, what's this? He passes to you a, a metallic necklace. It, it could be silver, but there's something in the luster that's almost slightly white um, added to the silver. Um, and embedded in it, uh, or, or at the end of the chain, there is a singular cut gem uh, that is sort of a tawny amber color that is set uh, into a circular pendant. The gem is faceted. It catches catches the light. And it it um, it's quite beautiful. The chain is very fine, um, and again has that silvery whitish kind of lustrous metal. You know, it's nice and all salt, 
but um, don't take this personally. I'm, I'm not going to go to the prom with you. I don't know what a prom is. It's your section of the loot. And I figured it's kind of your style. It's a necklace. You know, I'm not the type of type of girl that likes to wear jewelry. Hey, do you want me to toss it? No, no, no. I mean, we can fucking sell it if you don't want it. It is a platinum necklace worth 750 gold. Holy well, shit. Well, maybe I could uh, see what I can make use with this. <laughs> Remember what appraisal used to be a fucking skill? <laughs> now the DM just tells you so you don't accidentally throw away a bunch of money. Yeah, um, I'll just throw this on my desk <laughs> in my room. It's like Christmas. <laughs> she like Christmas twirls it on her finger. Yeah, and it goes flying off into uh, fucking deep it skitters, skitters across the deck. It just like hangs over the edge of the uh, the railing for a second. Oh no! This was a fifty feet of rope production. You can find us at fiftyfeetofrope.com. If you like the show, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. <laughs>